Let's get this started. Let's get this started in, yes. huh? Let's get this started in here. <laughs> yeah. We're going to talk about Secret Invasion Episode 3. Fuck yeah. We're going to spoil the fuck out of it. Yep. Spoil it like some spoiled milk on a Sunday afternoon sitting on the windowsill. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. You ever had that happen to you when no. you're when you're in school, just like lunchtime and the milk you drink is spoiled? Nah. That happened to me twice when I was in like third grade. That's why I go with the chocolate milk, my guy. They always keep that in the fridge. Mm. Hey, you remember a time when they had strawberry milk? Dude, low key strawberry milk is one of my favorite milks. Same, bro. I will say, you know the Nestle, like the flavored milks that they have? Yeah. They had a strawberry banana milk that was fire. Oh man. You you ever had orange milk? Oh, dude, 100%. Those Shamrock Farms, like the Mm -hmm. little glass bottles. Yeah. Dude, their eggnog was fire, too. Hey, you know what's crazy? I went to Ohio last year, right? Yeah. And I actually went to one of their their farm shops. So I had, like, like real fresh orange milk. Yeah? The most amazing thing I've had. Just tastes like a fucking orange creamsicle. Oh, man. But let me tell you, they had, like, raspberry milk. Yeah. It wasn't as good as the orange one, though. I wouldn't think so just because of like the tart in the actual raspberry. Yeah. And that's that's what it was. But the orange was like so sweet. You ever had orange aid? Like you know how they have lemonade? Yeah. Orange yeah, aid? Mmm. Yeah. Orange aid is good. Yeah. I yeah. Yeah. Dude, I haven't had orange aid in a minute now that I'm thinking about it. Do they ha- do they sell them in bottles out here? I don't think they do. Mm. I think the closest thing we got to that is like Sunny D. Sunny D is good. Sunny D's fire. Yeah. I don't know, there's like the smooth and tangy Sunny D's. I'm usually what if they made side. Sunny D into a popsicle? I'm pretty sure that's happened. I mean, you could if you have an ice cube tray and a couple of popsicle sticks. I mean, I've done that before. Ooh. This is going to be episode three of the Nerd Corner. Yes, sir. Let's get the shit. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Welcome to Cigars and Bars, a.k.a. The Nerd Corner. It's episode three. Episode three. And we're going to be spoiling the fuck out of that. Episode three of Secret Invasion. Facts. Man. Gaia. You excited? I'm excited. I'm excited, too. We'll get to that. All right. You want to start off from the top of the episode? I mean, we could start off from the top, but first, let's introduce ourselves. I mean, to all 13 of our listeners, shout out to those guys. You fucking mark! Love those dudes. Yes. (laughs) I'm your boy, Stiz, a.k.a. Babyface Stew, a.k.a. Papa Stew, a.k.a. Pasta Stew, and bitches that make me tacos call me Poppy Stew. And joining me, as always, for the Nerd Corner, the one, the only, Sonic J. A.k.a. Yes, with oh, yeah, Carl Weezer. You ever heard about Weezer? Oh man, they're the best. You're richest, better recognized. Yes. So, this this episode was wild from the jump. Uh, absolutely, dude. Like showing Fury going like back in time, and then like him with his wife now. Yeah. And the swerve with her, mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, what the fuck, man? I it was, there's, there's more answers, but there's also twice the amount of questions that need to be answered. Oh, most definitely. And so I rewatched 
um, the trailer for the whole series before it came out a couple times just yeah. to kind of see if there's like more stuff in there of what to look forward I to. I saw the trailer earlier today and like I saw Gravik with the Groot arm and I was yeah. like, yeah. Oh, so shit, so dude. so they're doing it. So Gravik, I believe, is going to be the first Super Scroll. Yeah. And then once the Fantastic Four comes out, it, there's going to be another Super Scroll. Right, that's gonna so have his power for that Fantastic Four. Yes. We'll, so, yeah, we'll we'll get into some. We'll other get into that. So we'll so that. what they're doing is they with the Groot DNA. That's how they have the Mister Fantastic powers with the stretchiness. Yeah. With uh um what Cole? I forgot what his last name is. You remember Cole? Cole something? Um, the guy who had the severed hand and he, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there. So I think that's the power they're using for um. Cold North? Cold no, it's uh so look up look up uh Avengers Cole and then it should pop up with his name or something. But event but what I'm trying to say is I think they're using his DNA for like the super strength. And then um you find it? General Cole? No. What the fuck is going on here? Uh look up Secret Invasion Cole. C U L L. Oh, Oh, you're typing it wrong. That's why. Spelling it like coal, like fucking... Like coal miner? Oh, you're talking about coal obsidian. Yeah, it's his name. Yeah. yeah. So they're using his DNA for like the super strength or the thing, right? Uh, the Frost Beast, I believe they're going to be using for... Um, it's like one of the Frost Giants from Jotunheim? No, it, no, 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 no. It's a, it's, so it's one of the animals that came through a breach in Thor the Dark World. Um, I tried to block that movie out of my head. You know, yeah, that movie wasn't wasn't very good. But I, I'm, you know, but what I'm trying to say is, <clears throat> I think they're using that dude's DNA for the Invisible Woman thing, and then the extremist is going to be the heat and like the self healing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think like it's gonna fail because like they don't have like very powerful DNA to make Super Scrolls and then once the Fantastic Four comes out like Gravik is gonna come back I bet he's gonna have like a like a one eye eye patch just like Fury right after like their final battle in this series and um, we'll see when we get there yeah dude by the way like it hit me I was listening to our prior episodes yeah like when we were talking about Maria being killed yeah she couldn't have been a scroll because she, she would have unshapeshifted. Yeah, she's yeah. definitely... She's super dead. Yeah. Because, like, I, I was watching some breakdown videos about it as well. And they were saying, like, they wouldn't go through the effort to make it an emotional, like, loss. Like, Wait, as they do you did. watch the same breakdowns that I do? Who like, do you... New who rock you? stars. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, shout out those guys. And new rock stars. That dude, uh, Eric Voss. Eric Voss is, Eric Voss is, is the dude, bro. If I ever also, have the chance to meet him, he like, he is the man. Fuck yeah, I'd love to get him on the show with us. Oh, that would be so sick, bro. Right. So dude, sick. also Screen Crush with Ryan Airy. Shout out to that dude as well. Yes, Screen Crush and New Rockstars are the two people I watch for breakdowns. Yeah. And New Rockstars is always on top of it, bro. They have oh, their breakdown definitely. video like the next day. I know, bro. Like, <laughs> like so when we were supposed to record on Wednesday, like, yeah. if you're listening to this, which will most likely be tomorrow, which is on Saturday, which is when we normally do cigars and bars, but... yeah. Uh, we were supposed to record on Wednesday. Shit happened. We understand. Like, whatever. But, like, dude, I've been, like, watching breakdowns, and I've been, like, watching, and 
because it's in my fucking rotation, when the episode happened, like, we were supposed to watch it that night. I didn't yeah. end up watching it because I went to BZ's birthday. Oh, man, yeah. So, shout out to her, by the way. Yes. Dude, that karaoke show was fire. And then uh, yesterday, we didn't get to do it. And then, like, I got to work. And it was so fucking dead that I was like, I'm just going to pull up YouTube, watch some videos and everything. And the first thing that popped up on my breakdown on my video. feed was the breakdown for new rock stars. And it had one of the one of the scrolls in like a general's outfit. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. But I was like, ah, I can't watch it yet. I can't yeah. watch it. Yet. It, it. So it was it was man, this episode like you really don't know. Who is and who isn't, man? Dude, like the whole thing with fucking Talos and and Fury, like wh- I, I'm guess like I, I think I missed the time jump. I don't know if it was like when they first like when Fury first came back and like Talos was telling him like I want you to say I need your help because I'm useless without you. <laughs> so so it's a uh, it was it was from the last episode when they were on the train and uh, they were mad at each other. Oh and, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, and that's why. So another thing, there I don't, you saw the theory where they were saying there's two different theories. There's one of them with the glasses and one of them not wearing the glasses. So there's people there's they're saying on new on new rock stars that they're theorizing the theory that's with Talos is actually Talos's wife. And well, that's why they have the interaction as, as Fury. Yeah, and okay. I and they're saying that that's why they have the interaction when they're in the house with the general, and the Fury's like, um, "Thanks, Talos, or uh, thanks, Fury. If it wasn't for you, I would have been a dead man. No problem, Th- Th- Talos. I got yeah. you." <laughs> <laughs> dude, that was their, awesome. their whole interaction was great, dude. When they were, dude, I was sitting there so fucking tense. Yeah. When they were, when he was like, "Call off the airstrike," and like that dude was just sitting there defiant. And then that was one of the scrolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, and then like the little kid, are you guys gonna kill my dad? Not unless he does the right thing. (laughs) I was like, oh my god, dude. Yeah. Like they're totally killing this guy. This is so dark. Oh, I got some good news. So sidetracking from In Secret Invasion. All right. The director for Deadpool three said it is going with a hard R rating. Fire. And I am here for it, man. I cannot wait. MCU budget. R-rated Deadpool movie with Hugh Jackman, bro. I like, bro. I my hype they is use so that high. Deadpool movie to introduce like the the X Men, like all of the X Men. Well, they're doing. They're also doing a side Deadpool kills the Marvel universe because he's going to kill the Fox universe. I can't wait for that, bro. Like that movie is gonna be so good, dude. I, I can't wait for the inevitable fucking he kills Weapon X. <laughs> so so the girl that plays X twenty three. Is gonna be showing up. Fire! I'm so hyped, dude. I'm so hyped for that. Also, I need more ne- like fucking Negasonic teenage Warhead. Oh yes, I need her. I need more of her in my life. Mm-hmm. She's fucking dope. And also, her name is Fire. Yeah, yeah. And as all the nerd shit, and as, getting all of that right now. Oh, you know what's funny? It's almost like NSFW. It's NSTW. <laughs> 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 me uh, i peaked yeah. okay but yeah um so back back to secret invasion okay so yeah that whole thing with like them like the whole interaction with gravik and talos that was crazy i thought he was about to kill him right there end it and be like this is why i'm stronger and you guys should follow my lead dude like i was shocked that they didn't kill Talos in that scene. Same. Because, like, Talos, like, when, when you're seeing that they're in that art gallery and, like, when fucking Gravik's breaking down that painting, dude, that line that he said about, like, 
would you rather have your your history written in oil and or on tapestry with oil or would you rather have it written in blood i'll pick blood every single time i was like that's Dude, crazy this bro. guy this guy it's like like he's clearly angry at Fury, and that's why he's doing all of this. Mm-hmm. But like, I love that breakdown of Talos trying to explain to him like humans are not what you think they are. Yeah, you know, and, and they will fight back. And right. like, I think um, this is going th- like this is like another step forward into leading um, to the world knowing that they need the Avengers because there, there's so much stuff happening yeah. without them. But I understand like after Endgame. Like, the world is giving the Avengers a break because they literally saved the entire world, bro. Like, not just the world, but the entire universe because people got just, like, killed across the universe. Dude, the thing I started thinking about is, like, dude, there's got to be, like, scrolls in New Asgard. Probably, you you know? know? Like, there's got to be scrolls. There's millions of them on the planet, you know? And it's just... Oh, man. I I feel like they're going to go that route of... Like, Talos is sitting here giving too much credit to humanity, and I think the moment that it becomes revealed to the world that it's the scrolls doing all of this, they're going to end up, like, trying to put all of them into concentration camps or fucking trying to develop, like, technology to pick them out. I, I feel like Talos is going to hold off on that, and we're going to see in the next episode people defecting from Gravik's rule yeah. to be, be the fight, like, for humanity. Yeah. Um, And it's going to be, like, a scroll civil war. Yeah. Which will be cool. Um, I do feel like uh, Rhodey is for sure a scroll, but the question is, how long has he been a scroll? Right. Like I saw that breakdown that they were talking about, like even since like the Terrence Howard, yeah, could have been a scroll. And I was like, dude, that like the way they explained it, like new rock stars explained it, I was like, that makes so much sense, dude. Like I, I'm so blown away by all of this, like, dude, fucking Gaia. Yes. <laughs> like. I, wait, do you think she's really, really dead? <laughs> Dude, like, she shifted back to her scroll self. Oh, man. I really hope she's not. Because right? if she is... Talos is going to lose his shit. Oh, it's going to be crazy. But, dude, like, the that first scene when fucking Gravik is, like, grilling her about how did they find my complex? The only people that were in the car were you, me, and then... The other dude. The other dude that got killed, or yeah. that, that they tortured. Yeah. And then, like, when she was just like, if it was me, I would have lied to them. I would have I would have led them somewhere else. He's like, I don't think he's as strong as you think he was. And, like, Gravik just kind of being like, okay, I'll see you later. And then later on in the episode, like, she is a mole. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. I was, uh, was kind of hoping they would have found, like, the actual roadie in that scene showing that he was there but i understand like they're like waiting they they, like the way they did it in the end was a lot cooler um i'm i'm excited to see because it we're so next episode is four they're saying that episode five is a big big reveal yeah so i'm excited for that um the one there's only six right the six episodes yeah god damn and then um halfway there yeah ahsoka is in august that's so, July, so literally next month. So like right through this month, Secret Wars or Secret Invasion, and then we have like one episode in August, two yeah. weeks, two week break, and then right into Ahsoka. Oh, we're gonna and be reviewing the fuck out of that. Too. Man, I am so excited for Ahsoka because oh, like dude, I just want to see I want to see live action Captain Rex so bad, and I know like we have a better chance to see him because you saw the Flash, right? Not we, yet. Not yet. 
I know. Like I've been. You gotta see it, man. I haven't like had the time to go to the theaters to actually watch it. Like I have a couple fire sticks that I allegedly broke into. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I was trying to find it to watch it, but like I haven't. Yeah, I haven't had the chance to. What's funny is like I went on Prime today and actually watched uh, Creed three just because that's been sitting in my list for yeah. a while. Dude, that movie is fire as fuck. Hey, you know, you know, what you need to watch that is fire. What's that? This the series called Pantheon. It's an animated series. I think I told you about you this. T- you did tell me you about. You gotta. It. It's I know. I, I already have that. I have that linked up too. It's so good, man. Have you watched Citadel yet? I haven't. I haven't watched Citadel. Well, uh, you'll I've have to watch that. We'll we'll start breaking that down. Okay. Too. Yeah, we can. We'll, we'll we'll we'll. How about we break that down for the for during the two week break in between Secret Invasion and Ahsoka? We'll do that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um. The other thing I'm excited for that's coming out this fall is Invincible season two. Oh, dude. It's been two years. Mel, have you seen Invincible? You probably should. Shit's fire. It's been two long years. And I know the animation, because the budget's going to be increased, the animation's going to be peak, peak animation. Absolute peak. And Dude, the, the first time I ever saw like a clip of Invincible, my brother sent me a, the TikTok of fucking... Omni-Man just keep murdering everybody. Yep. And I was like, yo, what the fuck is this? Uh-huh. Because I was like, this feels like a knockoff Justice League, but then I'm like, it's literally like an alternate universe if Superman lost his shit and started killing everybody. Right. And I was like, dude, sign me up. The clip I sent out to, to get people onto the show was the, um, the, uh, the Omni-Man destroying that city with his speed. Yeah, yeah. That one, that scene... I had to replay that so many times my first watch of that episode. Yeah. Because it was so cool. He literally was flying so fast. The friction from that speed caused those explosions to destroy an entire city. Yeah. That is so cool. That's so fire, dude. Like, And, man, I, I loved the thing that really got me super hooked on this series. Every episode. Let me, let me tell you, bro. Every episode, the intro right super super smart right when they're about to say the word invincible it shows just the title screen of invincible yes. it's like every episode has yes. hold open and then the yeah. other thing every episode is an hour long not yeah. like 48 minutes 40 minutes no it's an hour long yeah you're getting 60 minutes of pure fucking story yes and then on top of that every episode has an after credit scene Fast. not like just people talking or nothing like an actual after credit scene that is cool because it gets me so hyped up for the next episode oh 100 that, that cherry on top from that cool episode and i i'm so like so much cool shit's happening this year man i know so much cool shit. and then next year it's gonna be a thousand times better we're gonna get captain america deadpool 3 uh thunderbolts you know oh man i'm so excited Dude, like, we got a lot of dope shit coming. And, like, it seems like there's just dope shit coming everywhere. Yes. Like, sports have been fucking fire. Like, wrestling's been fire. Movies have been fire. TV shows. Like, everything, it's just like as soon as we got out of the fucking, out of the fucking COVID, everybody was just like, let's just make a bunch of fire shit. Hey, I wanted to ask you, too. When's the next, uh, like, big event for WWE that's coming up? I believe it's SummerSlam next month. Next month? All right. So I just had Money in the Bank, which was 
I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come watch SummerSlam with you. We're gonna oh, get dude. some. We're gonna get some pizza and some wings, and oh, we're gonna make it a yeah. thing. We're gonna make it a thing. Oh, dude, 100%. You should have been here for Money in the Bank. I know. I just it slipped my mind, and then I was like, dang, it's already too late. Did you see any of Money in the Bank? I did not. I, who won? Was it Was it the man? Front to back. Yeah. That show was fucking excellent. Was dude. it like w- not a boring match on that card? Both Money in the Bank matches were fire. Damian Priest won the men's. And then fucking EO Sky won the won the women's. Oh yeah. The way EO won, Chef's kiss, bro. So Becky Lynch and fucking uh, Bailey were fighting on a ladder. Becky had handcuffs Ooh. on one of her wrists. Yeah. Because Trish and fuck Trish Stratus was trying to handcuff her to a turnbuckle. Uh huh. She ends up fighting both Trish and fucking Zoe Stark off. When did they start introducing handcuffs to the weapons? Well, so like Trish had handcuffs on her, and what, oh. what her whole plan was was to handcuff her to like you know you know the turnbuckles. She was gonna try to handcuff her to one of the posts on the bottom turnbuckle because they were outside the ring next to one of the posts. Yeah. And so Becky starts fighting them off and everything. And, like, she ends up getting by herself in the ring. So she starts climbing the ladder. Bailey gets in the ring, starts trying to fight with her. And they keep pulling each other off the ladder. And then Becky knocks her down, starts going up the ladder. Bailey starts going up the other side. So they're fighting on this ladder. EO Sky comes out of nowhere, starts trying to pull, like, Becky down because she's teamed with fucking Bailey, right? But in turn, she ends up pulling both of them down. And so while they're sitting here still trying to fight each other, so they're both on each side of the ladder. So Becky or Bailey's here, Becky's here, and then Eo's on the floor here. So at one point, Eo grabs Becky's arm that has the handcuff on it and handcuffs Bailey's arm to her. So they're both in the middle of this ladder with their arms stuck to each other, and then she climbed over Bailey, got to the top, and then grabbed the grabbed That's the crazy. So fire. Roman Reigns finally got pinned. Oh. The Usos beat fucking Roman and Solo, and the way they did it was gold, bro. It was fucking fire. Old school Uso finish with fucking Jimmy pouched in the corner, and then Jay flew off the top with a splash, pinned him one, two, three in the middle. Of the you ring. know what the Usos remind me of? Old school Jeff and Matt Hardy. Yes and no. Sort of. I think they're they're a little bit more rugged than Matt and Jeff Hardy. Yeah. And they don't fly as much as Matt and Jeff Hardy. Yeah. But I've said this to all of my friends that are wrestling fans. I'm pretty sure I said this to you. I don't know. But at some point in my life, I don't know if it's ever going to happen because I know WWE and, and fucking AEW don't ever want to work together. But I feel like after Vince McMahon dies, Triple H understands pro wrestling. So he understands that, like, what will make us money? I need a fucking Usos versus Young Bucks match some point in my life. Mm. I feel like that would be one of the most fire fucking Ooh. tag team matches d- ever. That would be crazy. I, what about, what about, listen, hear this, hear this, all right? A WWE versus AEW bracket, right? And then the last six on either team, Survivor Series. Fuck that, bro. War Games. War game, ooh, dude, or blood ooh. guts, ooh, <laughs> ooh, two rings, a cage. Let's get this shit. Ooh, what about a ooh, ooh, ooh? Okay, okay, okay. So hear this, bro. I, mean, I have an idea. I have an idea. Okay. All right. This is just coming from my imagination. Okay. So Sonic, I have to ask you: Are you a casual wrestling fan, or are you actually a mark? I'm. I'm a casual, okay? I haven't seen it in a while. I will turn you... You fucking mark! ...into one of those. <laughs> you know what? I, it's, it's damn near time that I get back into it. All right, so... Don't get I'm, me wrong. I'll, I'll walk you through it. I'll, I'll show you where the dope shit is. So so here's my idea, man, okay? So right. so we get the WWE-AEW bracket, right? 
the top six people out of that bracket after they like do all the you know fighting each other blah blah blah. Right. Elimination chamber, team teamed elimination chamber, but with twelve guys. Yeah, but listen, or 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 okay. So what about a, a, a hell in the cell match? Um, but it's also a ring of fire match. Oh man, what about a casket match? Nah, here's here's the thing, man. Or or a twelve Iron Man match. Dude, that would be a shit show. <laughs> as, as someone who books pro wrestling, <laughs> that would be a shit show. You remember, remember way back in the day, the John Cena Randy Orton Iron Man match. <sighs> Dude, I I hate John Cena versus Randy Orton. Why? Here's why. Okay. Think about every rivalry in the history of wrestling. Yeah. Right? When you're building a proper rivalry, these guys don't fight all the time. So that when they come together, it means something. Right. Austin Rock. They didn't fight all the time, but when they were in the same ring at the same time and they're fighting over the same thing, fire every single time. You're right. Steamboat Savage. Intercontinental title. Every time they got in the ring. WrestleMania 3, anytime after that, fire. Fucking Steamboat and Flair. Like... Sting and Flair. Like, when you get these guys that are feuding with each other, they're not fighting each other on TV. They might be doing a promo to one another oh. at some point. Like, you never, you rarely used to hit people or you used to see people hit their finish on them. Mm. You save that for the pay per view. Mm. Here's the problem with Randy Orton and Cena they fought over a thousand times constantly on TV. And it's usually LOL Cena wins or Orton has to cheat to win, which it makes him feel less than. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, Orton, if you ask any wrestling fan that started watching wrestling from, like, 2010 to now, mm-hmm. they would it would be like, okay, who's the top in WWE? They'd be like, oh, it was, it was John Cena. Okay, and behind him, Randy Orton. Because they would see Orton as if he was, like, The Rock and Cena as if he was, like, Stone Cold. Oh. And that's because they kept yeah. making Cena win these matches, especially ones that he shouldn't have won. The thing that I did, like, that I hated, though, like, when they were done with that, they made Cena, like, lose every single match. And I feel like, like, he should have won. Like, when, he, when, when Cena fought, like, way back in the day, Cena was champ. He was fighting AJ Styles. AJ Styles won. That was bullshit. Dude, AJ Styles had to win because he was new in the company. And I know, and they were it. trying to make him like the next big thing like they were doing with freaking... Uh, you never saw AJ Styles prior to WWE, huh? No. I know, why, I know he was from... Uh, he was from like the... Uh, I forget. NXT... No, not NXT. He was in TNA, and then yeah. he went to New Japan Pro Wrestling, then did Ring of Honor. and they, Well, he was Ring of Honor way back in the day. He was actually yeah. in WCW way back in the day. And, like, dude, Styles is fucking dope. Like, I'll find some shit, like, from his priors and show you some fire stuff as to why WWE ended up signing him. Yeah, and I just, I was mad about that match. But it's probably because I didn't know AJ. And I was like, Cena needs to win because he's been losing so much. And he finally got the title back from Seth Rollins. But you got to understand, like, Cena at this point in his career, or at that point and also now, like, he's older. He doesn't need to win. No, and he was slowly getting phased out to go do movies and stuff, which I'm all for it because Peacemaker was amazing. You saw Peacemaker, right? Oh, dude, fire. I... Bro, my favorite scene from Peacemaker, and I still show my friends to this day, when he was telling that dude how many other people he could use instead of his dad. Yeah. He's like, Mario, 
Fucking Luigi, Kim Kardashian, Kendall Kardashian, Dude, <laughs> the Jackson Cena. Five, the Blues Brothers, Dude, Mario. I was having this conversation with my girlie a while ago about this. When when it was first like released that Henry Cavill was going to try to phase out being Superman, mm-hmm. I was like, "Dude, the perfect guy for that would have been John Cena." Because mm-hmm. at the time, I remember there was a photo of John Cena. I think it was like from one. Of, I think it was from one of the Fast and the Furious movies that he was he was doing. Mm-hmm. But they got like this headshot of him. And he looked like Superman in the comics. And I was like, dude, Cena would be a perfect Clark Kent, too. The way he speaks clearly, like, fucking, he could end up being that guy. But Cena, I feel like Cena works better when he's in a position that's funny. To be a goofball? He's so hilarious, oh, man. Dude, he's funny as shit. He's like, so fucking funny. That was one of my problems with Cena when he was in WWE, though. Because, like, they put him in the main event scene. And, like, they would try to build these matches. And for me, when you build a main event match, it's not hard that guy doesn't like that guy and they're all fighting for that that's all you have to really tell but cena would constantly make jokes and shit and make it seem like oh i'm not even seriously in this and then the way he would win matches it's like lol cena wins again and it was like they were wondering why people were booing cena they weren't necessarily booing cena as a wrestler they were booing the fact that wwe kept booking him like shit and then he would come out and like he knows he's getting booed he's not a fucking idiot and he's an excellent pro wrestler. Like, mm-hmm. he gets the psychology of shit. But when it came to him being in the title scene, it's like he rarely took that title serious. And I'm like, if you're not taking it serious, me as a fan, I can't take you serious. So I can't even be like, like, how am I going to buy into this shit? I feel like the last, like, two big matches he took seriously was the rematch against The Rock. Which was whack. That shouldn't have happened. But, like, so the reason why they did that is because everyone was pissed about how he lost the first match. Well, because it was like 12 finishers and then they did the second match and it was 36 finishers. No, no. It's the fact that John Cena was in the middle of doing a finisher and Rock reversed it and did a rock bottom. Like he was like halfway into that finisher. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, my God, he's going to do the five knuckle shuffle. Rock out of nowhere. Rock bottom. Everyone was pissed because the match was over right there. Right. And then that's why they did the rematch to do that. See, to give John Cena another chance. And I was like, yes. You know who should have been in that main event spot? Genuinely, who for, for have the been Rock? CM Punk defending that title against John Cena. Well, they did that already. They no, they what they did was Cena ended up or fucking Punk was champion that year. Yeah, Punk ended up getting beaten by the Rock because they were building to John Cena versus the Rock for the title at WrestleMania. Yeah, because they they're fifty fifty booking. They had to fucking put it on on Cena again, and the. But it, that, should have been, it should have been Punk. He should have defended against The Rock at the fucking Royal Rumble. It should have been fucking Cena versus CM Punk for the title. You could have put Undertaker against somebody else that Well, year. the thing is, they ha- they only could have Rock for a year until he had to go back to doing movies. Right. That's, you could have put they... him in there for a three-way, but Punk being the champion for as long as he was then losing the way that he did was fucking whack. I'm just saying, bro, like, telling wrestling stories is not hard. I, I, I can I agree but I disagree. So Punk remind just refresh my memory. Punk lost a title to The Rock. Yeah, at the Royal Rumble that year in Phoenix. It's So who was the last people in the Rumble? Cuz I remember like Punk had it for so long. Triple H was putting Punk in all these ridiculous matches to try to get him to lose and he kept fucking winning. I remember he was in like a fatal four-way and Brock Lesnar was in there and Punk came out on top. That was crazy. That was so insane. Yeah. And 
Punk being the champion for as long as he did. Like, I was actually talking with my buddy Josh about this. Shout out to him. I know he listens to our shit. So, like, we were talking about Punk's run as champion, right? Yeah. I think it was like 444 days. 434 days. When he ended up feuding with Ryback, that's what killed that fucking ring. Because Ryback at the time ended up being undefeated and he was doing this whole feed me more shit and beating all these jobbers on Raw. That, that was so funny. Feed me more. But if you listen to the crowd, people got behind him because yeah. they were like, this guy's a fucking monster and he's showing up. And like, the reason people got behind him, it's the whole psychology thing with wrestling fans. Raw back in the day when it used to be a one hour show. It used to be jobber matches throughout the show. Then the main event would be two people that were actually on the main roster wrestling each other. But most of the show was like, oh, tonight we're going to have Shawn Michaels in action. And then Shawn Michaels would be fighting some jobber and then beat him with a super kick. Right. Mm -hmm. And so as like the years started going by now, you're not seeing jobbers on TV. It's everybody fighting everybody on TV. So when Ryback shows up and he's murdering jobbers, it's bringing wrestling fans back to. Oh, that's like the old school. Oh, we're going to see this guy just murder people. But then, like, he's picking three to four guys up on his shoulders and hitting his finish on them, right? At the time, Punk was, I believe Punk was feuding with either, I think it was either Randy Orton or fucking Jericho. It was Jericho. Was it Jericho? It was Jericho. One of them ended up getting injured, and they ended up putting Ryback against him in that Hell in a Cell. Jericho got injured. Yeah. Ryback ended up wrestling CM Punk. And so people were like, well, WWE booked themselves into a corner because clearly they're wanting Punk to hold this until he fights somebody major, but they don't want Ryback to lose because he's on an undefeated streak. So what the fuck are they going to do? And they ended up having one of the shittiest Hell in a Cell matches you'll ever see. And then right after that is when Punk started to turn heel. And then Paul Heyman ended up turning on him. He ends up losing the title at fucking at uh, Royal Rumble. And then Paul, Paul turned on him when he was in the Money in the Bank. And then that's what fucking led to him feuding with Paul. And then he fought Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam, which if you've never seen that match, that is one of the best fucking wrestling matches I've ever seen. Because, like, again, where my head is at with wrestling, I'm of two fucking extremes, right? Either super goofy wrestling, like just goofy shit happening. I love that shit. Or give me a war. Two guys just beating the holy shit out of each other. And, like, when it comes to actual, like, ring psychology, when you're watching this match, Brock Lesnar is a fucking monster. Yeah. CM Punk is a good wrestler, but it's like when you see them, if you were to see them in a bar, you'd be like, that guy's going to murder that guy. Right? I feel like having an excellent fucking match. I feel like the best war arc I've seen, and I just wish I can rewatch it for the first time ever, is the war leading up to extreme rules between John Cena and Brock Lesnar. That like that was my favorite I, wrestling dude, match. I ever. will show you actual wars though. Okay. Dude, have you seen Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay? No. I'll find some shit and I'll send it to you, bro. Okay. Like like they're but like when I say wars, I mean like dudes beating the shit out of each other yeah. because like it's either a blood feud or they're fighting but, over something. So look at it from my perspective though, bro. Right. So like so we me and my whole family at the time, we watched the entire arc between the whole issue with John Laurinaitis back in the day. You remember that guy? I fucking hate that guy. So so yeah, everybody did. Okay. But people power. But the thing is, bro, that whole hate is what brought everyone together. And that was like what, viewers on that shit. They they were beating Walking Dead. And The Walking Dead was at its peak for people watching that shit. This was before the whole streaming era, man. You got to realize that that was the peak, that story. And when John Cena beat Big Show 
in that hell in the cell. And then you got Vince McMahon telling John Laurinaitis, you are fired. That was crazy. Got family and was like freaking out. Literally two weeks later, Brock Lesnar shows up. My dad's favorite wrestler. Second to freaking Stone Cold Steve Austin. He was such a huge fan of Stone Cold Steve Austin. He gave my brother the middle name Austin for Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's how big of a fan he was. But let me, let me tell you, bro. Leading up to that, Brock Lesnar comes back from the UFC. Targets John Cena out of everybody. Talking about his recap from, 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 from that fight with, with, Brock, with the Big Show. And we're like, oh my God, what's going on? And then, and then like they're talking, they're fighting. You have the whole entire roster from the back pulling the two people to get off of each other. John Cena's got a bloody face. Extreme Rules two weeks later, John Cena's getting his ass kicked. And then he wins. It was whack. No, it was cool because Brock Lesnar was beating the freaking hell out of that dude. Brock Lesnar should have won that match. Until John Cena pulled out the chain, bro. Well, Cena wins. That's my point. That was crazy. Because it was a callback to OG Cena with the Thugonomics. Dude, they should have never left that Thugonomics gimmick. That was when he was the most over. That's why they brought it back. They didn't bring it back. He had to bring back the Thug... He came out with the entrance of that. And that's why it came full circle to have the chain on his fist and... He, here's why I'm saying this. Lesnar coming back from UFC, hot streak. That's dude, that dude, he had just come off of fucking being the UFC heavyweight champion. I know. Like, think about that. He fucking went to UFC. People were like, oh, a pro wrestler doing MMA. And then he beat Randy Couture. Yeah. When Randy Couture was like Captain America, Randy Couture. Like, murdering everybody, Randy Couture. And then he fucking, like, Lesnar just runs through him. And they were like, oh, shit, Lesnar's a, he's a monster. Mm-hmm. And then, dude, the only reason he left the UFC was because of his diverticulitis. Were it not for that, I don't think Brock would have ever come back to WWE. And also, I feel like he stayed in the WWE even after whatever he it's had. A lesser schedule. And he gets paid more. Yeah, he gets paid more to do less. Yes. Who, uh, that's the best. Yeah, and plus, Lesnar. like, you're not really getting hurt. Like yeah. the UFC. Well, Lesnar's got Lesnar figured it out. Like he's got the best schedule of any wrestler in this fucking world. Like he does. Oh, you remember? Minimum. You remember when Big Show had the ironclad contract and he showed up for every WWE event? Yeah. For like what was it? Like five? Like two years? Some stupid shit. He was there. He like there was times like because of that contract, he he would show up for like two seconds and then leave because <laughs> he had to. Yeah. But again, that's that's Vince McMahon doing childish, goofy ass booking. But it was funny at the time. Well, because again, like you're not a jaded wrestling fan. I am. I know you were. You were that. You've seen it all. Well, I've seen excellent pro wrestling, and so like when you know that a company is capable of giving you that, and then they don't, it's just fucking frustrating. Yeah. Because again, like when you understand that Vince has the mind of a child when it comes to wrestling, and he's the only. WWE is one of the only companies in the world that will genuinely piss off its genuine fans just because it makes an old man laugh. That's my point. But again, he's not booking for guys like me who are hardcore wrestling fans. He's booking for guys like you who are the casual fan, but you know who John Cena is. You know who Big Show is. You know who all these big names are. Do you know who Dolph Ziggler is? Yeah. Right, because he's built to you. Yeah. But I'm sure you don't know, like, lesser dudes that were on the card unless they were on your screen, right? Yeah. That's my point. Like, wrestling now, like, with Triple H booking, dude, the whole Bloodline storyline, fire. 
Shayna Baszler turning on fucking Ronda Rousey and then grilling her on Raw, fire. I'm like, dude, there's so much dope shit going on right now. And AEW, like, there are a lot of people that hate AEW, and I don't understand why they hate, right? Because they're like, oh, they're just trying to compete with WWE. They get former WWE guys. They do all this shit. And I'm just like, dude, another big wrestling promotion in America does nothing but good for everybody. Because it gives both, it gives a bunch of wrestlers different places to go, but also the competition makes the shows better. Mm. Because now, like, this show is trying to put out a better show than this show, and this show is trying to do the same to the other show. Because now they're competing to make better content. Yeah, like, yeah, they're competing for eyeballs. Dude, wrestling right now, there's a lot of really dope shit going on. AEW just recently just came off of one of their pay-per-views called Forbidden Door, where they did a cross-promotion pay-per-view with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Mm. Fire. Dude, that whole show was absolute fire. How crazy would it be if they did, like, an Endgame-style crossover with WWE and, like... Here's the thing. If they did that with WWE now, I know for a fact the way, like, Triple H is booking everything, but the old man is still there. And the old man would not want any of his dudes to lose because he's like, you have wrestlers. I got superstars, pal. Wrestling is a dirty word to Vince McMahon. That's why, like... He still has wrestling in his name, but he went from being a federation to its entertainment. Oh, well, let me, I don't have belts. I have championships. Let me. Let I don't me. have wrestlers. I have superstars. It's not a hospital. It's a medical facility. Stupid shit like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, let me ask you something. Do you know anything about the the XFL and like what's going on with that? Yes. What is the difference between the NFL and the XFL? XFL actually did a lot to change the NFL. What is? What's the difference? A lot of, like, XFL, the original XFL was an absolute shit show. The new one right now that's current. The new one right now, I mean, it's a little bit of a faster pace. I haven't watched a lot of games for the current XFL, but I know it was getting a lot of rave reviews from people. The original XFL that happened in, like, 2000, 2001, that actually changed the NFL. So if you're ever watching an NFL game and you see that that head camera that goes over the field and you're seeing, like, a top view of, like, plays... That was because the XFL was the first one to do that. Vince understood, like, let's give people a closer look to the game. Now, when it comes to the actual play of the game, he was getting guys injured. Like, instead of a kickoff, we're going to have dudes, like, be at the 25-yard line on each side and then run to the middle and try to get possession of the ball. And that caused so many injuries. And it's just like, dude, what do you do? Yeah, it was just like, so, like, what's the difference between current and current XFL and NFL? So current XFL, there were Is less. Is there any rules, rule differences? There's less teams. Like I said, but let me look it up real quick because I don't know like specific rule changes. Well, that's crazy. We went we went from talking about Marvel to wrestling to football. Are we nerds? Or are we sport fanatics? Yes. Good answer. Man, I'm so hungry right now. You're hungry? Yeah. You know what I'm about to go get? What are you about to go get? I'm about to go get a. Um, uh, a, a double quarter or, or, or double quarter pounder with cheese, right? But hear me out, bro. Hear me out. <laughs> so I'm gonna put shredded lettuce and mac sauce on it. So it's gonna be like a thick Big Mac. Like a thick quarter pounder with cheese. Yeah. So apparently, uh, XFL has different overtime rules. So they're taking a page both out of college football and NHL's books in its overtime approach. Rather than play a full extra period. Each team will be given three attempts at a two-point conversion from their opponent's five-yard line. 
The team with the most conversions after those three attempts will be declared the winner. If the score remains a tie after three attempts, then the teams will continue to alternate single possessions until a winner is decided. Mm. So the difference between like NFL and that, NFL it's basically who gets possession first. There's a kickoff. If you can get down the field and score a touchdown, you win the game. But if you get down the field and kick a field goal, then the other team gets a chance to score. But the first touchdown basically wins in an NFL game. And then I believe there's like XFL has three-point tries and tiered extra points. Okay. So XFL doesn't allow teams to kick extra points following touchdowns. The teams instead must try to get into the end zone to tack on either one, two, or three points to their score. Oh. Yeah. A one-point try is attempted from the two-yard line. A two-point try comes from the five-yard line. And the three-point try comes from the ten-yard line. So they're saying that if you get into the the end zone after scoring a touchdown from the and you go again from the ten point the ten-yard line, you get three points. Yeah. Five-yard line, two or uh, two points, and then uh, two-yard line. Dang, you gotta you gotta have a really terrible defense for the other team to just consider taking the ten-yard line one. Well, you never know. I mean, you could always like. I mean, ten, I play. I mean, have you played football like yes. on a team? I did too, and I, I gotta tell you, ten yards like if you got a solid defense, they're not even getting past the one yard, bro. Well, that that's depending on what kind of play you decide to put together, and also like what momentum you're running in the game. Mm, that's true. Like if you're running the ball up the middle the entire game, that's gonna get the defense used to the run, and that's where play action passes come in. Ooh. Also, how fast are your receivers versus how fast are the corners? Mm. Kid, you're running back, catch a football. You got a point. Tight end, catch a football. But it's so, you're so close together at that point. You know, there's only so, because like even at. You can run a shotgun formation from 10 yards out. I'm just saying, bro, it's not impossible. Uh, Apparently XFL has a double forward pass rule. What does that mean? Uh, So the, the league allows teams to throw two forward passes on one play. What? Yeah. The only caveat is that the first forward pass must be completed behind the line of scrimmage in order to make the second forward pass legal. So, okay, so you're telling you're telling me if the the quarterback runs a shotgun play, right? And so here's the line of scrimmage. He's in the shotgun play. He snaps the ball. Receiver's right here, and he throws it, and it's behind the line of scrimmage. That receiver can then drop back and throw it to another guy. Can he throw it over the line of scrimmage for the second throw? Yes. The first, in order to do the second throw, the first, the first one has to be completed behind the line of scrimmage. Okay, so so receiver receives it. He can start running and then throw it again to another. Yeah. <laughs> the only, like I said, the only caveat is that he has to catch it behind the line of scrimmage. He could run it upfield and then toss it to another. Oh, you know what would be a crazy play? I don't know if they've done if they done it yet. So, say, all right, shotgun play, right? Here's the line of scrimmage. Quarterback's here. First receiver's here. Yeah. Quarterback runs all the way to the right side to draw the whole, like, defense to the right side. Throws it to the receiver over here. Still behind the line of scrimmage. Another receiver's down there, and he just hail marries it. Like a flea flicker? Yeah! <laughs> That would be so crazy because then, like, they don't got to run. <laughs> well, this, the quarterback. But you can only pull that off, like, once in a while because then teams would start catching on to your shit. But what if, oh, wait, what if he runs back, right? And there's the whole team's chasing him. And then he helps marry it. Double hair, marry throw. Dude, you're thinking like you're playing Madden, bro. 
Bolton is rushing after you, leaves everybody else wide open. That's hilarious, bro. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Can he? Can he? <laughs> can the quarterback run back right and and then and then punt it, and then the other receiver catches it behind the line? <laughs> <laughs> like he like he goes back to the safety. I think you're overthinking this. <laughs> <laughs> Just hear me out, man. Hear me out. All right, hear me out. Just picture this in your mind. Shotgun play. Right. Receiver all the way in the left corner. All right. Behind the line of scrimmage. Quarterback runs back right before his end zone, right before the safety. Punts it. That would be a terrible idea. Listen, punt the whole defense on, is chasing them. You'd have to you would have to trust that your punt that your fucking your quarterback can actually kick the ball. This is like an all-star quarterback player. Just picture it in your mind. Anything's He'd possible. Be in the NFL Anything's possible. Anything's possible. <laughs> quarterback runs back right before the safety line, right? The line of scrimmage is on the 50. He punts it. Yeah, until like a cornerback that's like stupid fast runs him down and tackles him at his own one or or punts it before he gets him punts him before he gets him all right just punts it before he gets him all right <laughs> receiver catches the punt that throws the hill mary to the other one got completely open in the other end zone sonic are you here but you're not here bro what, what, what? how insane would that be Bro, we didn't even talk about the end of fucking. How <laughs> <laughs> insane! What would you call that play? Stupid as fuck. No, come Don on. Shula would be rolling in his grave somewhere. <laughs> come on, give me an actual name for the play. Something. No. The triple hail mary. <laughs> the triple hail mary. First of all, you're taking yards away from yourself. Yeah. To attempt. A crazy ass play. Right. It's not even a guarantee that one listen is gonna even risk one of your guys. The reward outweighs the risk. No. Listen. No, the risk outweighs the reward. You will be solidified in sport history if you pull that crazy fucking play off. You'd have to be like on your twenty five yard line for this play to make sense. Listen, man. If you're on the 50 and you're running all the way back to your line, that is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. All right, all right. Now maybe not way back there. Running back from the 50 to the 25, their side. Punt. Catch. Throw from the from the 50-yard line you're to also, the end zone. But hold on. You're also assuming that every single person on that defense will start chasing the quarterback. At most, you're getting the fucking offensive line going after him. But what and if you also, got what if you got the what if also, you, yeah. you're getting the linebackers going after him? Maybe some of the corner, maybe some of the fucking cornerbacks are seeing like what's going on, and they might try to chase down the the quarterback. But at most, they're still going to keep an eye on their guy that they're supposed to be defending. Not to mention the free safeties are seeing this happen as it's going on, right? So they're going to be staying back in their position, going, "What the fuck is that guy doing?" And then the moment he punts <laughs> that ball up, guess what they're all doing? Rushing towards that ball, right? But it's going to be too late. What do you mean it's going to be too late? The receiver receives it. You're, you're going And then for, before the contact about, hold on, hold on, is made. Sonic, Sonic, let's talk logically. <laughs> you're talking about moving from your own from your own line of scrimmage 25 yards back. Right. To, 
hope that your fucking quarterback He's got listen, this can man the ball past 25 yards, bro. Yes. This man's got serious fast backpedaling, all right? Before they even realize it, he gets it off. Yes, the defense sees the ball in the air. Receiver catches it behind the line of scrimmage and before any contact from the defense is made, sees the opening guy at their end zone. And then gets Hale, sacked as he's throwing and fumbles the ball. No, Hale marries it, and then he catches it. Please tell me that that wouldn't be the craziest thing ever. That would be the biggest shit show ever. And also, you got to understand, you'd have to have 11 guys in on this shit. Not to mention, your offensive line will get tired, and eventually dudes will get past them to get to said quarterback. So when quarterback is running backwards, he's then going to have dudes at least 10 yards out chasing him. Or maybe it's so by the time he turns around to punt this ball, they're going to be closing in on like five yards. Well, maybe it's not a punt. So, maybe it's a throw to another throw. He doesn't have to punt it. I was only saying punt it if it was at a 50 and then they were but going back if, 50. But again, even if that's the case, if say a receiver decides to stay in his spot, that corner is staying in that spot because he doesn't know what the quarterback is doing. Unless that quarterback runs anywhere to where the corner thinks I can get to him before he gets rid of that ball, this play is not going to work. What if the what if that what if the the uh, the receiver right is moving back and forth on the line of scrimmage to shake off the corner? Sonic, come on, man! Just think about the possibilities with this rule. Scale of one to ten, how stupid does this sound? Be honest. <laughs> A 10, yeah. It's, a, <laughs> it's okay. I'm just off my rocker thinking about anything. Clearly, bro. It's a, hey, listen. If We're there, supposed to be talking about nerd shit. Listen. All right. All right. End, end of episode three. <laughs> so let's talk about it. <laughs> What's her face? Fury's wife is on the phone with... Prior, prior to that, fucking when the whole launch codes things is happening. Yeah. And they're grilling dude. They got yeah. his son in the room. Yeah. And they're fucking like they end up needing the fucking code, right? Because <sighs> Talos' dumbass shoots the dude. Yes. So he's on the phone or like he's on the phone <sighs> with Gaia. And he's like, I need this launch code. So she goes running into that little fucking room where they got everybody's like minds stimulated and everything. Starts going through this dude's memories. And you're sitting there, like, the whole time I'm watching this, I'm like, dude, they're not going to get this shit in time, and that, that airstrike's going to go off. And, and they're like, oh, it's his son. Yeah. And then finally she figures out it's the son, and then when it comes back and he's like, imitates dude's voice and says the son's name, and the way Fury looked at him, like, how the fuck could we have not figured that out? Right? And then, dude, when, he, when he's like, now run as far as you can. And when she got on that bike and, like, took off and then gravitated hit her with a car... <laughs> He didn't hit her. He turned the lights on and she fell. Oh yeah, like dude. But the way he, the way he's just like, like turn around. She's like, no, I'm gonna make you look at me. And then when she was in the middle of her speech, he's just like, cool, bang. I was like, yo, that was crazy. But yeah, Fury's wife. Like, well, that was one thing we glossed over when Fury was talking to his wife, and then he's having breakfast with her and i was like you're thinking it's like a cute little thing but then like when he's asking her like who are you now and that's the reason why he's wearing those glasses yeah to see if she's if she's like lying and he did that with roadie yeah and i am i i know roadie's a scroll and i just want to see like when how long but is roadie on gravic's side that's the question hmm 
Well, I think he is because when the Fury's wife was on the phone with Rhodey, he's like, I need to talk to Gravik while well, you're talking to me. Yeah. Click. It's him. Um, I feel like next episode is going to get real close to like getting the answers we want. But I tell you what, the one show that's going to be fire because you're going to have all these other characters being like solidified in the MCU. Yeah. Daredevil. 18 episodes. That's going to be fucking fire. Longest series from Marvel so far. I think that was probably the biggest pop I've heard in a theater. Like when fucking Matt Murdock shows up in the Spider-Man movie. Yes. And when he catches that brick. Bro, as soon as we saw the his cane, I was like, yes, it's him. And then we saw this the crimson red glasses. Yes. Yeah. But it, like that was his only sighting throughout the whole movie. And then the rest of the movie, you're like, where the fuck is Daredevil? Bro, I open, we're going to see Daredevil and Spider-Man team up in Spider-Man 4. And then, oh, did you see? Andrew Garfield is going to be in Venom 3. Dude, he's coming. They're coming out with the Amazing Spider-Man 3. No, no, no. It's he's gonna be no, in. No, no, no. He's gonna be in Venom three. Bro, they're coming out with an Amazing Spider-Man three. Where did you hear that? Give me a sec. Cause I saw that the, he's gonna be in Venom three, and that's gonna be technically Amazing Spider-Man three. Now Venom three is gonna be Venom. Or I think it's the yeah, it'll be the third. Venom. I guarantee you, Craven's gonna flop. Craven is gonna flop. No one wants to see Craven. That thing looks like Morbius 2.0 with a different actor. And instead of bats and vampires, it's animals and lions. Tell I'm me trying I'm to find that fucking movie poster that I saw. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong, Stu. Is that one? That's a fan-made one. It says fandom. Not the fan one. What the there was one I saw. It's, he's going to be in. It was the actual movie poster for Spider-Man 3. No, there, there the isn't any one. official one out, man. Hold up, man. I'm telling you. I'm on top of this. <laughs> I, 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 I have my notifications on whenever those leak pages on Twitter post anything. I'm on top of this before anybody knows. Oh, man. I'm so hungry. I'm about to get some food, and it's going to be so... Awesome. I'm about to go get some more beers. Oh man, you know what I'm craving right now? What's that? Some 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 pizza from where? Hmm. I just want some like like some New York style pizza where it's like you got the crust that's thick and fluffy. You got to fold it to eat it and some 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 barbecue wings or buffalo wings, bro. I'm so hungry right now. Sound like it. Hmm. Oh, it hasn't been confirmed. But apparently it will. There's supposed to be an amazing Spider-Man three after Venom three. That would be crazy. With uh, Andrew Garfield. That would be crazy. Yeah. Oh, you know what's gonna be crazy too? What's that? Seeing Tobey Maguire with Hugh Jackman, and yeah. Secret Wars. Yeah. Are we getting Old Man Logan? No. That's a little upsetting. I'm not gonna lie. He's dead. Well, now he is, but I'm saying like it's not. I'm sure it's not going to be based after actual Logan. That w why would they have him in Secret Wars? Old Man Logan was only old because he was so depressed; his healing factor wasn't working. Yeah, that's true. I don't or, know. Or was it the water that kind of canceled out the mutant gene? I honestly can't remember. I think it was the water thing. I don't know. I'm just excited to see Fox's fucking characters go down. What's the next Nintendo movie you think they're going to come out with? Honestly, I'd love to see a Metroid movie. I think they're going to come out with Star Fox before Metroid. 
Honestly, I feel like they would probably do a Legend of. Z- Could you imagine a fucking Legend Legends of Zelda like actual movie series? Mm. Building Hyrule, that would be fire. I p- I feel like they people would get confused if they don't know who Zelda is, and then they're like, "Wait, I that's thought this movie's about proper, Zelda." That's why you do a proper origin story. You mm-hmm. tell everyone who the fucking characters are. Stay true to the characters, as we've explained before. Make it all make sense. You're right. I'm just saying. Sonic. Imagine if the Mario movie didn't have Luigi. That would just be weird. Because you have to have Luigi. Because you gotta, you realize Luigi only had 14 minutes of screen time. Yeah, but he made the most out of his minutes. He did. Sonic, where the fucking people follow you, my guy? Everybody can follow me home. Now I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me at Sonic J4 everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Oh, and another cool thing. I'm going to be streaming games soon. And my, my hand is on kick. Kick. That's, an, that's the new streaming platform that's a big competitor to uh, Twitch right now. And uh, their pay splits is 95.5. Interesting. Yep. And uh, my uh, stream. These new platforms come out. Like, I see Twitter's trying to sue Facebook because of their new threads. Yeah, I tried threads. I don't like it. You know? It's kind of silly. I mean, it's just. It, I saw it earlier. It looks like Twitter. I saw the meme where someone posted the logo for threads and it looked like it was the same shape as Homer Simpson's ear. <laughs> And then everyone was like, Simpsons predicted threads. What else are they going to predict? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so my handle on, on kick is going to be uh, John Wick Jr. John Wick Jr. John so Sonic J4 everywhere else, but John Wick Jr. John Wick Jr. there. All right. Yeah. Yeah, and you can follow the show account at CBWMNS on Instagram. Those DMs are open if you have questions. We literally had one question when I put out the thread today. And it was my friend Lauren. She's like, why are you guys so amazing? We're just cool that way. Facts. Can I get an aww? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) That queued up. He's like, we're cool that way. (laughs) That wasn't loud enough. Bring the volume back up. We need it for the fans. There we go. That's it. Also, if you want to follow your boy, I'm at Babyface Stew, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. If you need these jokes, you chuckle fucks. But I'm going to keep the same energy at the end of this show that I keep at the end of every show that I'm on. I don't need your titty pictures, your ditty pictures, your fur daggers, or your sick invite messages sent to me at MCStiza26 on Snapchat. Send this shit to Zeus, get left on red, and screenshotted. Hell yeah. And we're going to be talking more about those impossible fantasy plays next week no (laughs) 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 this has been episode three of the nerd corner we love you guys yeah